people of the world. This is the Brothers Talk with your hosts, Rod, Scott, and Norm. Tune in each Friday wherever you listen to your favorite podcast or on our website to hear us, three black, unfiltered African-American men with no strings attached, as we give voice to the most feared, most misunderstood, and most rarely heard from segment of the population on topics of interest to us for education, enlightenment, and entertainment. You can reach us with your comments, questions, and suggestions at The Brothers Talk on Twitter, The Brothers Talk on Instagram, and the Facebook group of the same name. And if you want to share in more detail, hit us up at the email address, thebrotherstalk at gmail.com. You can also get more of us by watching The Brothers Talk Show on Millennium TV's M24 streaming news station. A great big hello to the Brothers Talk family, where we're keeping the focus on Black economic empowerment and critical thinking. Thank you again for your time and your comments and for continuing to grow the Brothers Talk family by spreading the word. Once again, if you're new to the podcast, we're glad to have you in the mix, and we encourage you to check out what we're doing on an even larger scale with our national campaign, Relaunching Black Wall Street Nationwide, where we're keeping the emphasis on taking control of our communities one household at a time which each and every one of us doing our part to support and launch black businesses. Check out the positive impact that we've been blessed to have in our growing Facebook groups with over 4,000 members, which also includes hashtag black dollars matter, where you can see hundreds of stories of black success with entrepreneurs, young and old, and a diverse number of different kinds of businesses. The recovery from the COVID-19 pandemic is still a work in progress. So if you haven't gotten your vaccination, be sure you get it. And then please encourage others to do the same so that we can safely get back to a sense of the new normal. We've also launched a new group called Black Parent University, focusing on bringing Black parents and educators together on Facebook to help advocate for our kids and their parents in dealing with an educational system that is failing our children and undercutting their chances for future success. While we expect the administration to address the longstanding gaps, we're giving them time to do it. But until then, we have to do our part. So if you're a parent or guardian or an educator, or if you're just concerned and curious about what can be done to help our kids and their parents and guardians in successfully navigating the educational pathway, check out Black Parent University on Facebook. And just one more note, we want to let you know that the hour-long Brothers Talk show is airing on the TV streaming service M24 News on Saturday and Sunday nights at 9 o'clock. And now to my brothers in the struggle for critical thinking, Scott and Norm. Hey, family. I want to thank you for your continued support. There are a couple of things that we would really want you to do, and that is you got to do your part and go out here and get the shot, get vaccinated so that we can put this virus to rest. The other thing that we need you to do is whenever you can, go out of your way to support black businesses because black businesses are the only things that are going to support our communities. That's the way that we're going to take our communities back by supporting black businesses. One more thing. Rod mentioned the Black Parent University. That's one of the things that I'm, I'm hoping that people can get on board with. We got to take our school system back to help our kids. And that's one of the things, if you can go and, and visit that site, Black Parent You, we will really appreciate it. Noam? Thanks, Scott. And I'm going to follow up with Scott on the health of our community. Again, the virus is attacking us like no other people. 
So we do need to accept and take the medicine that they've been given to us. But I want to also follow up with our diets are most important and the health of our community most important. What we eat, what we consume, what we put in our bodies and on our skin is everything in regards to our health. Be one. Peace. So this week, we really are going to do a deeper dive into the vaccines because we're seeing an alarming trend. We're hearing about it nationally, about how they're slowing up on getting vaccinated. And while that is indeed a national trend, we're particularly disturbed about the fact that it's happening in our communities because we have been the most vulnerable as well as a too much larger share of the deaths and hospitalizations per hour uh, percentage of the population. And so we really have to really get on board with with talking about this because we're hearing too many different types of narratives. We're hearing everything from some of the young people who just seem to believe that they are invincible, even though the statistics are showing that they're being attacked by the virus, much more so, especially with these new mutations. But we're also hearing them talk about trying to control their immunity through things like diet and exercise, as if there are other people who died from it didn't try the same thing. So it really doesn't make a lot of sense. And the whole concept of herd immunity is based on the idea that if we can get 80% of the population vaccinated, then the science continues to say that effectively that will cull most of the virus. The virus will continue to be around, but we will build up a type of immunity where hospitalizations and deaths won't be nearly as prevalent as they are. The death rate, while it seems to be low on the aggregate overall, if you look at the number, you still got to believe that when we're closing in on 600,000 deaths in a year from a single pandemic, that that's way too many to be taking those kinds of chances. You know, uh, it's really mind boggling to me. I, I just don't understand it. You got so many conspiracy theories going on out here and white people are buying into it. To me, what you're doing, you're really playing Russian roulette with your life when you're not getting vaccinated uh, from the virus. Like Rod said, we're closing in on 600,000 people who died from the virus. And so we have people who don't want to take the shot. And yet they're encouraging other people not to take the shot. But it's not backed by any science. They're not giving any real reason as to why they won't take the shot other than some conspiracy theory that's not backed by science. The other thing that's confusing to me is, so you get vaccinated when you're a kid, you go get your, you go get your, your if you have children, you go to the doctor, to your pediatrician to allow your kids to get vaccinated. Then you take them to get booster shots. But here is a life threatening virus that you refuse to take the shot for. And I just, it's mind boggling. I, I don't get it. You know, I hear a lot of our people referencing the Tuskegee experiment. And what that, what this has to do with that, I, I really don't know. It's just a fear that they're pushing upon the community. Our community is already suffering from this virus. The fear should be the virus, not some conspiracy theory. I'm with you in your thought 
in regards to the racism and white supremacy in this country. But we have to look at the health of the community first. And at this point, the health is terrible prior to taking the medicine they're offering. So it can only be, help us. It can't hurt us at this point. And so, you know, you both made some really good points. And Scott, you know, they do try to cite some of these crack theories out there because they can put up these videos about these folks who are on the fringe with these theories about the vaccines and and everything from somehow they're putting in microchips in the vaccine that means they're going to be able to track you to uh, looking at the statistics and saying, well, they didn't test these vaccines as much as they should have. And it just, as you said, boggles the mind that you would have people who are more willing to go behind crackpot science when the every one of them probably knows somebody within their circle who has died or been hospitalized from the virus. And you would think that would be enough for some people to realize that you don't want to take that chance. With the young people in particular, they also obviously recognize that they can still get it because they're saying, well, you know, they think they can protect themselves through their diet and exercise. But the fact that you can still get it and potentially transmit it to some senior or somebody who's health compromised is also a risk that, you know, you shouldn't be willing to take with somebody else's health. And then Norm, as you said, well, when you look at these other theories about uh, Tuskegee and so forth, we definitely understand that the medical profession still has a long way to go to correct the long-standing abuses that they've had with our community. But in this instance where we are dying disproportionately from the virus, and also when you've got as many white folks who are getting the vaccinations, then it's just hard pressed to align that logic with this lapse of logic that's coming in from the others. You know, you know, Rod, you're right. You have a lot of crackpot theorists out there. You got a lot of medical professionals who well say so-called medical professionals who are who are trying to give evidence as to why you shouldn't take the virus, but they don't have it's not backed up by any real scientific evidence. What's bothersome to me is that all the other ethnic groups are clamoring to get the virus, to get the vaccination, just like in other countries. What's going on in India right now? They're begging and pleading for the vaccination for for uh, for the virus. But our people, for some reason, we we're just I don't know whether we're just trying to be rebellion because rebellious because there are some white people who are being rebellious. I don't get the logic of what's the end goal here for them not like I said. It's like Russian roulette. That the logic just not there to me of why you won't take the shot. I mean, I felt that way from the beginning. I said, you know what? I'm going to wait until around April, May, June. By then, they've worked all they worked all the kinks out, and then I'll take, I, you know, I'll do it. Well, I waited to that period of time, but I started trying to get the, get the vaccination before that because of the fact that we were dying in such alarming rates. And people were going in the hospital at such alarming rates. And even the folks who were recovering, they're having life-altering side effects 
that's going to be with them for the rest of their lives. So I was like, let, let me get this, this shot because they said, you're not going to get too sick and you're not going to die. Okay, I'll take it. One would think that if the vaccine were that bad, they would really be pushing it in our communities and making it extremely easy for us to get and take. <laughs> right. <laughs> but that's not happening. It's actually harder for us to get the vaccine, which should tell you or anyone with a half a brain that the virus is killing us. And that's exactly what they want. They are not giving us access to the vaccine as they're giving the other segments of this population. That should say it all. And you would absolutely think that that would be the case. But we have always had these individuals who for whatever reason, are on the extreme fringes as conspiracy theorists. And it would be so bad because I've had some conversations with some of them. And the unfortunate reality is they tend to have influence. And so one of the reasons why I do engage them in conversations, because I know that if these people that listen to them don't have a, a counterbalance, then their voice carries the day. And so one of the things we have to do and we want to encourage our community to do is that if you have already been vaccinated, then do your best to encourage others. I mean, let's face it, you're never going to get 100% of anything, which is why they understand that herd immunity is based on 80%. And now, you know, they're pushing the ages down to try to get younger people vaccinated as well. But if you are a member of our community and you've been vaccinated, then do your best to encourage those others, because there are a lot of people who are still sitting on the fence. They're waiting to be tipped one way or the other. And we do have the ability to help folks know that, you know, if you didn't have any real serious side effects, or that's another thing that some people are afraid of. Unfortunately, they hear about some of the adverse reactions and that's some people are afraid of that. But that's. Uh, not a wide part of the population. Uh, the three of us have talked about the fact that, you know, we got vaccinated, didn't have any effects per se of the, of the vaccination in the immediate part of the process. Yeah. Sometimes you can get some effects on the second round because as prescribed, that's supposed to be your body showing how it would adapt to coming down with the virus. But what that is also saying is that whatever the effects that you have with the second dose, it's not hospitalizing you. So that in and of itself is progress. So we have to do a much better job of helping our community to understand the benefits of this process. Because as we said before, we don't have any of our community to spare. And so that's our opinion. Like I said, we'd love to hear back from you as to what you think so please be sure to share with us in the means that we talked about, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, or our Gmail account, which we'll give you those again in just a moment. But before we get to that, we've got our positive Black business experience of the week. Norm, go ahead. Thanks, Rod. And I'd just like to tell you about this, this program called the Dinner Project in my local area. And they've aligned themselves, this organization has aligned themselves with the local community chest. And in an effort to save black businesses, what they have done is created a voucher for meals. And the voucher gives each person who receives one three choices of three different entrees at a particular restaurant that month. 
So month per month, each restaurant gets an opportunity to host the voucher program. And the recipients of the vouchers will simply call the restaurant and order their meal. It's already been paid for. And they simply pick it up. And the restaurant is paid from the community chest and the dinner project. So it goes hand in hand with feeding the community healthier meals and supporting Black business. That is an absolutely outstanding project. And so hopefully there will be other communities that will take a cue. So if you're hearing about this for the first time on the Brothers Talk, do your best to let those businesses in your community decide to do some of the same things, because that is really how we get Black Wall Street relaunched in a really positive way where other businesses can actually help to drive that process. So again, we want to thank you for being with us. And we don't want you to forget to follow us at The Brothers Talk on Twitter, The Brothers Talk on Instagram, and please like our Facebook page. And a quick reminder that if you want to share more of your thoughts with us and the Brothers Talk family, there's the Brothers Talk group on Facebook. And if you want to get more information about our 12-point relaunching Black Wall Street nationwide plan or to give us direct feedback about issues like the vaccine, tell us if you're one of those who's not getting the vaccine, why, and we're more than happy to have you come on board here and defend your position. And so you can also give us show ideas or questions, and you can email us thebrotherstalk at gmail.com. So God bless you all again for your time and your support. You always have our absolute commitment that we'll never take it or you for granted. So remember, let's do better today because that's all we really have.